The Buffalo Bills have an agreement for a new stadium and a 30-year lease. New York State and Erie County and the team are all in agreement. They announced it on Monday morning. Charlie and I are going to break down the news for you and answer any questions you might have. Shout out to our sponsor, Ethos Performance Rehab, for all your performance needs. Give me a call. Tell them the process sent you. Thanks for listening, and remember to always trust the process. Hey, Charlie. What's up, brother man? How you doing? Hey, Charlie, you got any plans for 2056? <laughs> uh, let's see, man. How old will I be then? Are we stop it, stop it. 62. We're not even going there. Oh, We're man. not going there. We're not going there. We're not going there. That'll be like 64. No. Yeah, 64-ish. All right. right. The- yeah. Listen, we're going to skip right ahead. The Buffalo Bills have a new stadium agreement, a new lease. They're keeping the team in Western New York for 30 years, starting when the new stadium gets built. So it's not even not even, not even, even 30 from – it's not even 2053. It's, it's going to be 2056-ish. So, well, Nick, let me ask you this. Um, obviously, with the new lease, is there any way that a new owner can come in and say, you know, um, okay, I want to move the team? Yes, there is. Um, but they have to pay a big fee, right? Yeah, so I, I literally was on the press conference today with Mark Polenkars, the county executive, and that's actually exactly what I asked him about the non-relocation agreement. So in the lease, you know, everyone says it's a 30-year lease, which is super exciting. Um, really, the, the lease is only as good as the muscle in the in the contract language. So you could say, oh, we had a... Signed the player to a 30-year contract. Oh, we cut him next year. So it's not really a 30-year contract. Like the, the Bills have a 30-year lease. And uh, if the team moves, well, guess what? Then it's not for 30 years because there's there's rules in the contract, like basically what happens if you do. Um, and normally it's just like it's it's like the same thing as a contract would have dead money. There's like a buyout fee in a contract. So like when the Bills redid their last one, the relocation fee was $400 million which is a lot uh, to most people except for multi-billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, Mark Polenkars, who negotiated it, was uh, very proud of this of this non-relocation agreement. He called it, quote, very, very strong. He called it ironclad. He said if, uh, if the team – he said the team can't move. And we, we got to get some more details on this. He said they can't move – and somehow, if they were able to even get a court to say that they could move, and it would be an Erie, uh, most likely an Erie County court, to to even say that they could, you know, somehow the contract has been breached and the court has to allow them to move, then if that even happens, they need to repay both New York State and Erie County everything mm-hmm. that they paid. And, and that's over the first 15 years. And then over the second 15 years, it gets, you know, a little bit, little bit lower, you know, lower fee. And then also the new owner would have to pay. Well, not the new owner. I'm assuming the Pagulas would not move the team. But whoever owns the team, if they were to also be successful in court and repay, you know, $800 million or whatever it is, they also have to pay to demolish the stadium if the state wants oh, them wow. to do that. Wow. Yeah. So honestly, like if that even were to play out, it would just depend on uh, is it is this 
eight years from now and we want to try to have a new stadium to lure another team back here or is this 29 years from now and that you know the usable life from that one isn't that far anyway and you might just say you know what just tear it down just you know pick up that extra cost for us i don't know uh hopefully we don't need to worry about that i'm sure life will change in many more ways than we know in the next Mm -hmm. 30 years so well and and from what you tweeted out earlier too it looks like pulling cars and and the state and everyone has agreed that there's going to be like a multi-use facility. So they're going to try to bring, you know, soccer and stuff like that into the stadium as well. So um, it's also going to be owned by the state this time, not by the county. Yes. Uh, first one I was very excited about. So it's currently, and I wrote about this years ago at the Buffalo News. Uh, if you ever look at an end zone shot of, of the current Highmark Stadium, part of the reason you get such good sight lines is because the stands are really up on up on the field and it you know it's wider at the 50 but toward the end zones it gets pretty narrow in there mm-hmm. and a soccer field is wider than a football field and and if you you can just see it so nicely from from the end zone view uh the field is not wide enough to have to have professional soccer so this stadium mark polenkar specifically went out of his way and mentioned maybe international friendlies could be here which which is you know i i went i've been I don't know how long ago it was. Drove down to Pittsburgh to watch AC Milan play. You know, Mario Balotelli went down there to see him. That would be awesome if that was in Buffalo. The, the, the big European clubs do do these. Uh, I'm sure they're just money making trips through America mm-hmm. and just do some some uh, not very important games. But it's cool to see them here. I mean, could even I think. Orchard, I'm, I'm literally just putting this together now. Orchard Park, Buffalo, New York would be a great place for a USA-Canada game. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. You know, central location, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned uh, an event like the NCAA Lacrosse Championships could be held at that stadium. Also another good option. So, yeah, I'm excited for that possibility. Um, and then your second question was what again? Um, the state, so the state's going to own the yes. stadium this time. That was interesting to me. If you, Mark Polenkar's wrote a book about the last lease negotiate negotiations. And so number one, you know, from reading that he really, you know, being the county executive really likes the fact that the county has its hands in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I mean, as you saw with, you know, any random scenario where it comes up, maybe, uh, there's a pandemic and the county wants to put its own rules in. Uh, that was clearly a circumstance where the county owning the land of the stadium was pretty beneficial. So the fact that it came out today that the county's not going to own the stadium was very interesting. So, we're, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a weird setup right now where the the county leases it to the state through Empire State Development, and then the state subleases it to the bills, and it's kind of convoluted there. Uh, but he said Erie County is going to sell the land to the state, and the state will – now own it, and I guess uh, basically just because the county technically owned it, there were other upkeep costs associated with that. Basically, just being a landlord, and the, I guess the county will now not have to not have to uh, worry about that. So someone did ask, you know, Mark, thirty years, and Mark even said, you know, thirty years, I might not even be around anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone did ask him, you know, does this put us in a tough spot in thirty years? And he kind of. He, he didn't really enjoy going down that around. line of thought. Yeah, yeah. Probably danced around it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to say what 30 years is going to bring. I mean, at the same time, 
you know, something changed with the Jets or the Giants, the Bills are still the only NFL team in New York State. So that is always something to keep in mind. You know, they bring in more revenue in the NFL than what the NHL does, the NBA does. Um, you know, so 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 that's something to always keep in mind, I think, down the road here too. All right, yeah, we go. We got so many different areas to talk about here. Let's just go go over some of the basic stuff. So I did write an article, and I know that uh, we keep this we keep this project separate from my work work. But if you do want to get some Q and A's, you know what, what do I need to know here? There isn't a very good article, in my opinion, up on wivb.com. You can just go through any question you might have. There's an answer for you. But Charlie. Uh, just the real, real basic stuff. When is it going to open? I can tell you they are shooting for 2026. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I read uh, the Pakula statement today as well, stating that if they were to build it downtown or other location they were considering, the lead time was longer. And I think downtown would require them to move residents out of the area, which they said they did not want to do. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's, it's hard to be up here and say it's you know, it's not that many people well, yeah right. it doesn't sound like that many because it's not you like, right, if, right. if you were one of those people like, yeah that would be a huge deal and not for nothing i mean i think orchard park's a great place for it. people still want to tailgate if it moved downtown there's so much more you know again that has to go into moving that stadium downtown not just with mm-hmm. you know the highway traffic and you know exits getting on and off near the stadium it would also require redoing the roads and widening roads and adding lights and stuff like that that i think would just cause more headaches yeah and listen we've talked about this enough on this podcast before you would like to think we have enough smart enough people we could figure it out okay like i think i think the lesson in this uh for maybe any other city or uh 30 years from now you're going to remember listening to the process podcast Mm -hmm. if you want a new stadium in the city, the planning for that needs to start way, way, way sooner than it started here. Yes. So that there was significant interest in that here. There were studies done, but it really never got even close to the momentum it would have needed to do that. I will say if you were following the process throughout the team and the ownership really did look like they were going for the lowest cost possible. So Mm -hmm. they said, Mm -hmm. okay, Orchard Park can get done sooner and it can get done easier. And it's, you know, like, like the, the benefits that people who wanted the city thought of a city, like that did not really seem to hold a lot of weight with the Pagulas. They were looking to get, get their deal done, which they probably been in some ways waiting for since they bought the team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they put a lot of money into, well, I wouldn't say them, you know, there was money put into the stadium when they bought the team to, you know, keep it relevant and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to a new stadium. It's it was obviously my second Bill Stadium that I've ever been to. Um, would be pretty exciting to see and, and what it will bring in for not just the Buffalo Bills as a, as a franchise, but also bring in for, as you mentioned, international friendlies, NCAA tournaments, you know, concerts, things like that. I think it'll, uh, attract a lot more to mm-hmm. to the buffalo area all right now you were texting me about this a lot of people have been asking hey i want to see a picture show, show me some renderings unfortunately the rendering there are not renderings yet the bills have hired an architect uh a company called populous and if you were to look back through some of the old studies that were done in 2019 there there were pictures of stadiums that were sort of like what they were going for 
I wouldn't call that a true rendering of mm-hmm. this stadium. But if you want something to put in your head, I did share those out on Twitter at Nick Veronica. You can go go in my images and, and find them. And, and uh, again, not a true rendering. This is not what an architect is planning to build. This was just right. a stadium, what it could look like with the cover, some partially covered seats. You know, I'm Team Dome. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty clearly on Team Dome here. And I was disappointed that it didn't seem like that even got any consideration whatsoever. I don't know how you feel about that. No, I, I don't. Uh, you know, I think a dome would be great in Buffalo. Um, you know, especially given how the weather played out this past season. Um, but you know, it is what it is and, you know, open air is fine. I know they want to do some semi-covered seats or whatever it might be similar to what Miami has. I think, um, Seattle has something similar there as well with the partially covered seats. Um, I don't like how Miami's looks. I much rather prefer how Seattle stadium looks, but again, um, the drawings that I've seen, you know, that were for from years and years ago, those ones I liked. I liked the way that stadium looked from the outside and, you know, obviously brand new. It always looks great. So mm-hmm. we'll see what they decide to do and, and what they, you know, what they feel is the best way to go. I don't know if partially covered seats is really an option. I, w- I could buy it if the underside has some heaters up there to keep it warm. Because mm-hmm. because I'm thinking you know great you know the once once the season when it snows, great you're covered. The bigger the bigger concern, the far bigger concern in my opinion, is it's just so cold for many games. We literally just had a Buffalo Bills playoff game where it was hard to sell tickets because it was so cold. Yeah, yeah, no, you're and absolutely if, right. If, if, and if you're going to shade people by putting the cover over it, you are also robbing them of vital sunlight that is keeping people warm. So I think the warmth factor is going to have to be considered. I'm sure they'll have heaters somewhere, maybe heated seats in the club area, something like that. All right, I'm not talking about, we're not talking about the club areas. Okay. We're talking about the cheapest seats in the stadium. That's your area right now that's heated, right? Like your club area right now is your, is your heated area. Yes or no? Um, I, I think, is it, is it the club? I was thinking like 200s currently. Like where thought, Ryan Fitzpatrick the, was sitting was yeah, I thought uh, those were like club seats, like club area. Oh, honestly, I I like Jim Kelly Club or whatever the other club is. Um, honestly, I didn't look close enough at at that. Like some of the clubs are just indoors, totally there. But yeah, yeah, we'll see again. Um, I'm sure being in Buffalo, they have to have some sort of heater. Like, don't be stupid, Terry and Kim, hmm. and and say in New York. All right, well, let's talk some more about the seating. Capacity is a minimum 60,000. That, that's a large decrease from what they have. Um, it could, I guess it could go a little bit higher than 60,000, but that's the, the smallest they are allowed to build is 60,000. And they're also, I think, uh, planning some standing room only sections. Mm. Have you ever been at uh, any sport, even a baseball game, in a standing room only section? I've been to the Braves uh, games in the standing room only section. Um, not bad. I mean, if you get there early enough, they have like seats, but the second you get up to go get a beer or go to the bathroom or whatever it might be, who's ever behind you, if they're not with you, they're stealing that seat. Hmm. So it's not, and I don't want it, I don't want it to sound like a stadium seats. It's like a bar like a, stool. Yeah. 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 
Not the most comfortable thing in the world to sit in. No. Probably but on again, purpose. Exactly. But saying room only adds more capacity. That's more income mm-hmm. for the for the team. So it's not a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of new stadiums and arenas and ballparks are starting to go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of seats, Nick, what can you tell me about uh, the PSLs that they're discussing Ooh. about putting in? Uh, I got a few text messages today about those. I don't know too much about them. I know, for example, here in Atlanta, they run about $10,000 a seat. Um, don't know what they'd be looking at. Obviously, in Buffalo, I don't think they'd be going for that much because they'd be out of their minds. But uh, what can you tell us about PSL? Yeah, all right. I will, uh, I'll tell you what I know, and if, if I miss something, let me know. So a PSL is a personal seat license, and basically uh, that means you are paying for the right to have season tickets, which is kind of a weird concept. Hmm. Um. I don't know in markets where there's just such hot, crazy demand. It, it's, it's like buying your way to the top of the, the list, I guess. So yeah. maybe you could think we don't have that kind of demand. And then the comeback will be like, well, then maybe you're not an NFL city, which, which fair or not that that would be the comeback, I guess. Right. Um, so the bills have said the PSL price is going to be proportional to to the seat. So $10,000, maybe that's like, you know, the, the premium club seat might be $10,000. So I think we, uh, we, we had reported months ago that $1,000 is going to be the cheapest. So this mm-hmm. is a, an additional fee on top of the price of your season tickets per seat. Mm-hmm. So if you have a family of four season tickets, it's... Four thousand extra dollars. It's a one-time fee just for the right to buy your tickets. Right now, every some not. I don't know if every market is the same, but I did read that in some places, if you choose not to renew your seasons, you kind of just forfeit your PSL. Exactly, which is weird. But you also, I mean, it's not exactly like a stock, but you can sell your PSL, and I like uh, like Minnesota has like a, a marketplace for, for PSLs that I've been on. And, and some of these are, yeah, were just absolutely unbelievable. They call theirs SBL. Um, let me, let me try to just Google this real quick. Like so, some of the prices for these were just astronomical. All right. So I'm looking at their site right now. You have, it looks like a map, just like a regular stadium would look. And this, the prices it's showing, these are not, Season ticket prices. This is the right to buy a season ticket in that seat. So I'm looking end zone seats, 3,000, 2,000, uh, 100 level lower, 12,000, 20,000. Mm-hmm. Like these are very expensive. And the, the point is like you have to think like like a major metropolitan market, there's only, you know, if there's 60, 70,000 seats versus – three million people around here like that's where the 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 demand is 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 high enough for this so i mean they they have you know this top the top price per per seat here is is you know fifty thousand dollars if you're in the the gold club over at the viking stadium like right i don't know that buffalo is going to get that high for what it's worth uh pagula sports entertainment executive ron rakuya his quote was something to the effect of um, we know our market. We're tr- going to try not to price people out. Right. I, I did see that as well. And we'll see what happens with those two. I, I, it's funny. 
I told my cousin when we were talking about the stadiums, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, you guys are going to get PSLs put in this and that. He goes, oh, no, the Bakulas would never do that. I'm like, Bakulas don't care <laughs> about you. Nah, they, and, they are here for the money. Like, right. is, at this yeah. point, they, no, if, if PSLs are going to make them more money and pay the stadium off or whatever it might be, they're going to put PSLs in. They could care less what you as season ticket holders feel. They'll find more season ticket holders. Yes, and I did see somebody else was worried. They said, well, that's just going to price me out because every seat's going to be a season ticket, and then I'll never be able to get one. They they did claim that they will not make every seat a season ticket. I'll be curious to see how that works out. Yeah, it's going to be super interesting. Uh, somebody said the sale of the PSLs is actually handled by the state just for tax reasons, I guess, but that'll be coming. It'll be... Something to get mad about all over again, but which is something I'm sure we'll talk about here on the Process Podcast when we get closer. I mean, we still got four years till the stadium opens. I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll start building fairly soon at this point yeah. once renderings are done. You know, mm-hmm. now, I, think- I, I don't. Maybe you know this because you know some more people with seasons, or or you live in a market that has PSLs. Do you also get first dibs on? concert tickets in your seat or whatever other events in your seat is that how that works i mean when i had bill season tickets i did hmm. and and there was no psls in buffalo at the time so yeah. i i would think you still do um that was a nice perk when the blue jays were in buffalo last year the season ticket holders got uh early access to blue jays tickets yeah you, you know we didn't so if i remember correctly for the bills uh, season ticket holders, it wasn't that you got first access to your seats. It was just that you got first access to tickets. Anywhere. Okay, so it's not not specifics. Well, I guess maybe and that, that was for, yeah. PSL. Now, now, maybe with a PSL, yeah. it's a different story. But I would also assume, you know, different event, maybe your seat isn't as good for, I don't know, a concert or something as it might be for, Rolling I don't, Stones I don't know. Or it might be for yeah. a football game. You know yeah, what I mean? depending on, on the stage setup. But all right, Absolutely. I mean. So go, going back to the standing room sections, uh, I've seen different ways to do this. When I was living in Pittsburgh, it was the year the Pirates broke the drought, and they had a standing room section that it was mostly just just like like a like a concourse going up that had a view of the stadium, and basically people were just going up and standing on that for a while. Um, I've been to Yankee Stadium, and center field has an interesting setup where it's. I mean, you can think of the you know the the crowd in New York is there's a lot of like hardcore fans and then there's a lot of people who just want to like say that they were at the game. You they have a spot just in center field where it's it's basically like a like a not a nightclub but but similar to a nightclub. It's just a bunch of people out there having a drink and then instead of looking up and watching TV at the bar, you get the live game right next to you and it's kind right. of a cool thing. I mean, and some people are, some people who are diehard fans are say, well, what the hell would I want to go to a game for and not watch the game? Well, I, I don't know. Not everyone, everyone is like there. you, and their money still cashes too. Well, and you saw when you were here in Atlanta, we did a tour of the Brave Stadium, and you did see the standing room only areas there as well. And there's multiple of them throughout the throughout the stadium. Yeah, you know, I think one in center field, one in left, one in right. Yeah, I'm um, just curious how that would work with football, especially with the. I mean, Bills fans have a, have such a reputation for being into the game. It's not like baseball where it's you know game 140 or well game 140 might actually matter but it's game you know 111 and it's just like oh it's another hot day we're gonna you know it's like this game doesn't mean anything like every bills game matters every play 
sort of matters. It's not going to be – which is the stadium they show? There's people like in a pool. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, okay. I don't – nobody's going to be – nothing better to do. Yeah, nobody's macking in the pool in the middle of the game. People are watching the game. Right. Well, I'll be curious to see um, – you know, as, as a parent, I would never bring my kid to the standing room only area. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless not, it's like a not with this know, generation of Bills fans. Yes, that's a good point. I, I mean, some of the, some of like the the playoff games are like down to the wire. When I was in Pittsburgh, like that was the only way into the stadium was getting standing room only. So mm-hmm. I could see that, but I have a uh, this is unconfirmed. This this is just a a Nick. Not an even conspiracy theory. This is an educated guess. I really think that there's going to be some kind of sports book tied into this new stadium. Like there will be somewhere to go in sports bet. And I do wonder. Well, they have. They, then they just build one in the Sabres arena. Um, I don't. I haven't been to it. If they have, but I, I'm. I'm thinking this is going to be somewhat expansive. So I don't I'm, know I'm how, sure. how sure. that's going to work. If 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 you are going to just kind of go sit in the sports book and it's like a restaurant that just happens to be at the stadium. Or if you are going to be, you know, maybe you buy a standing room only ticket and then you spend most of your time over there doing some bets. I mean, I, I really don't know, but I am curious to see if that plays in with SRO tickets. Yeah. I'll be curious if they build that right in the stadium or if they build that, like, you know, next to it a little bit. Yeah. Have you been to MetLife? I have not. All right, so MetLife, there's a FanDuel casino at the horse track, like next to MetLife. So it's like, you know, you're you're getting off at the same exit and everything and going the same place. You just, it's not actually connected. But I don't know. I was just thinking, given the landscape of I'm, horse I'm sure park, there will be. I mean, that's more money coming into the state as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we know New York State as a whole is very greedy as it is. Um, So I, I think, and I mean, that's not to say that, that any other state isn't, right? I mean, it's. It's how the states operate. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see some form of a sports book in or around the new stadium. Okay. All right. What other questions you got on the stadium? So my only other question, Nick, would be, um, you know, obviously with the, with them building the stadium where they are, does it still going to allow tailgating? Yes. That is, uh, at least according to some of the politicians, one of the main reasons or main things that they heard from their constituents is that they had better not ruin tailgating. So that, that is a priority for the team. I'm sure they will do want to get it under control a little bit more and they have gotten it under a little bit better control. Um, But that, that is every study said that that was a key thing that the fans wanted. I will say, and I got to keep pointing out there, I don't know how they scored this, but when the bills own study evaluated three different sites, they evaluated OP, City of Buffalo, and one near UB. And the stadium that ranked the best for tailgating was the downtown site. I don't know what kind of methods they used. That's what they came up with. But uh, anyway, long answer is yes, tailgating will still be a thing. I think OP is a fine place, man. I always like the stadium out there. I know it's a bit of a drive for a lot of people. And obviously, you know, the snow and stuff is no fun. But um you know, I think it's a much better area than than downtown. Yeah, they got to build it up a little bit. Atlanta around the baseball stadium was like a baseball village. That was so. Cool. But you don't go to a baseball game to tailgate. People just go. Some people just go to the Bills game. Just no, tailgate. but you just you need some other business. Like there's absolutely no development around. Big the tree stadium. in right at the corner. 
Exactly. Thank you for making my point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, who knows? If anything, truthfully, I'd like to see them do that downtown more with the Sabres arena. You know, hopefully that comes at some point as well where they get and redo that or build a new arena or something because that needs to be done too. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, worth mentioning, you may have heard some of the rumors. Are the Sabres for sale? PSC executive Ron Rakuya was asked that today. Um, the question was posed as, you know, given how much money the Pagulas are going to be spending on the stadium, oh, which we need to mention the breakdown, $1.4 billion stadium. It is $600 million from New York, $250 million from Erie County, and $550 million from the NFL and the Bills. That's expected $200 million of that is from the NFL, so that's $350 million from the Bills. So the question was posed, given how much money they're about to spend, are the Sabres or any PSE property for sale? Um, and Ron Acuna shot that down pretty quickly. So interesting. Uh, those rumors have been out there. That did come up. Wanted to mention that. Um, what What were you asking me before that? I'm sorry. Nope, that was it, man. That was my oh, question. That was the question. Okay. Uh, one thing I did want to mention. Still seeing a lot of people saying, "Ah, oh, new stadium means we get a Super Bowl." And I just no. got to tell you, no. that's not going to happen. The NFL has it has been out there for years. There's The NFL has requirements that that Buffalo as a market just doesn't meet. Like, like number of hotel rooms in Western New York is not high enough right. no. for what they need. No. Kim Pagula's comment years ago is, I don't even think we would qualify to host a draft. And I think the NFL has relaxed some of those rules a little bit. Um, but I mean, there should Super be a draft Bowl. in Buffalo, I think, you know, given the fans and stuff like that. Um, I mean, they're holding it in Detroit next year. Detroit's not a great city. Uh, Detroit's not much different than Buffalo. Same thing with Cleveland. So what's stopping them from doing a, a, a draft in Buffalo, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie, you got any more questions? You want to throw out some fire takes? What what uh, What's on your mind with the stadium? Uh, No, man. You know, I want to get more as it comes in, and I'm sure we'll talk about it some more here on the Process Podcast. But – you know, I think there's just more information that we need to gather all together, um, mm-hmm. you know, before we jump to too many conclusions. I'm excited to see some renderings in the next few months and mm-hmm. and see what the summer brings. All right. I got to give you a hot take question. Question here. As the Browns signed Deshaun Watson, who has these accusations against him, uh, somebody tweeted something to the effect of, how can Bills fans talk when they still have OJ Simpson's name on the wall? In the, in the they new, they will not go to the new stadium. Okay, that was in the new stadium. So you don't think? I'm pretty sure they have it covered. OJ Simpson's name, like it's up there, but they covered it. Oh, I. If that's true, I this, this is the first I'm hearing of it. I don't even think it's or it or it's not up there anymore. If any of our listeners know, like, I'm, if, if they if they know. had taken it down, that would have been a huge deal. I yeah, would have heard I, about. I haven't that. been to the stadium in five six years now, so I I don't know, but I could have sworn last time I was there that it was covered. Hmm. All right, I don't recall hearing that, but you are your take is that it will not be brought over. That's no sort of how I'm. I was leaning to it'll be an interesting fight. And the team, but uh, I can't. I, say I also, I, I also think. I guess this could be my fire take. I don't think there'll be a wall of fame. I think they'll be doing something else dedicated to those players who are on the wall and in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame and things like that. So, 
Hey, the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame needs a needs need a football wing. Little wing. I mean, it could just have its own. It used to be like in the Sabres Stadium, and they kind of moved it. Right. It's only going to get bigger, I think. It, you know, keep growing, and it'll be. Yeah. Great. Well, listen. Wh- where are they going to hang the 2022 Super Bowl banner? I mean, th- these are questions that need to be answered. Or the 2025 Stanley Cup banner, man. <laughs> Why would there be a Stanley Cup banner at the football stadium? You never know. You never know. That's it's how funny. one Buffalo we are, right? We have right. both banners exactly. at both stadiums. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more in the museum. Yeah. But. Listen, put up a Buffalo Braves banner, okay? There you go. Why not? They won a championship, didn't they? They won something. They need That's a right. They, that was B, that was BC, man. That's before Charlie, so I don't know much about him. <laughs> that kid cracks me up every time. <laughs> easy, easy, easy laugh there. That's an easy laugh there. But uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening, as always, to the Process Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore Process Pod. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast: Apple Music, Spotify. We are on there, the Process Podcast. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Veronica or on Facebook. Uh, facebook.com slash by Nick Veronica. Find me on Twitter at chowit68. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Most importantly, remember to always trust the process.